Warning, warning. Warning. Prolonged listening to this show has been known to cause side effects such as excessive winning, making money, getting jacked, and loving life. Tune in at your own risk. And now, without further ado, welcome to The Spencer Clay Show. All right, what is going on, guys? Spencer Clay is here. We are back with another episode. I know it's been a minute, but today I wanted to kind of talk about, you know, recently we just had, you know, the banks collapsing. Um, we're going into like this whole uncertainty of the economy and all that sort of stuff. By the way, it's daylight. It was daylight savings this week, so I'm tired. I had to wake up earlier <laughs> this week for my uh, my Spanish tutor. She lives in Thailand, so I kind of had to wake up a little earlier than normal. But got some coffee, and we're gonna still chug along regardless. So. Today's topic, you know, like we mentioned, we have we have all this this uncertainty and stuff going in the future. And um, I actually was reading a science fiction book this last week, as I usually do. Like I usually rotate between science fiction and business books because you know I really like both both concepts. Science fiction is such a great way to like kind of think of the future, think of what we are capable of, and like really explore different ideas, which is really cool. And and this book is actually it was really good. It was called outpost and it was by so by michael gear it's by where these people go to this you know this distant planet it's kind of hard to get there and it was kind of a cool concept because you know it's once they get there you know they have to use radios because they don't really necessarily have the high-tech equipment because that shit kind of breaks after a while and they kind of get stuck there for a few like for like six years or so until the next ship comes but um it's really interesting take on like you know what we would do if you know we kind of got to start over and we got got to like start a new planet and the opportunity and stuff that comes with chaos. So I, me- I remember hearing this from, I think it was Andrew Tate. He said something about chaos and opportunity are like the same word in Japanese or something. But I was like, that's 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 a really cool way to look at it. So with, with all this stuff going forward, you know, all this you know chaos and uncertainty, um, I really just kind of fall back on the fact, on what I know to be true. And I, that is, I know that as long as I'm able to work, as long as I'm able to wake up in the morning, get up, stand on my two feet, I will never have to worry about making money because there is always going to be shit that people need done, whether it's whether it's cleaning roofs, cleaning gutters, uh, pressure washing and all that sort of stuff that we do. Or if it's something else like like in this in, in the science fiction book, you know, they obviously didn't have that sort of stuff. But, the, you know, there's mining, they're drilling for oil they're, um The the bad guy, he kind of starts a casino. And so he becomes really pretty wealthy with, by starting a casino because, you know, you just got to find where the opportunity is. And and we, if we know this to be true of chaos equaling opportunity, which means you know, if there's chaos, if there's uncertainty, we need to help people with that. We need to, we need to be people that can get shit done. You know, that's, that's really what it's all about. So, you know, whether it's like, like I said, whether it's cleaning stuff or whether it's just fixing people's problems. Like I recently just, um, someone reached out to me, they're, they're looking to to do some sort of partnership. And I was, I was talking with them about it and like, really just, it's just about the level of problems that you can solve for people. That's really all businesses. That's all money-making is, is just what level of problems can you solve for people? Are you solving small problems? Are you selling them, you know, a $5 phone case? Or are you cleaning a $1,000 roof? Or are you selling them a million dollar house? So it's like, honestly, some of the problems that we solve are smaller compared to people who are out there selling multi-million dollar business. They're doing huge multi-billion dollar business deals. So that's the level that I'm sure we'll all, we'll all get to someday. But either way, you gotta still, you gotta still chug along with what you can do um, start where the fuck you're able to start. Like, I know it's, it's so easy to look at other people and see what everyone else is doing, seeing how all the great stuff they're doing. But 
we don't see what what went behind the curtain. We don't see how long they've been getting after it. We don't see the years that they put in. We can, we only see someone that's just on YouTube and they've been posting for ten years, and every video they post does really well. I mean, I see this myself. I'll make a video, and I'm like, oh, that was an awesome video, and then it, I post it, and it does it doesn't really do it very well at all. But um, it, that this just doesn't really matter though, because it doesn't really matter what someone else is doing. It matters what I'm doing. And for me, it's about the process. It's about the work. And if I put in the work, um, I don't really care how it does. You know, if I make a good video, I don't really care if it doesn't do well. You know, because I, I can't control that. You know, there's so many things that we can't control in life. And I know I've talked about this before, but it's it's true. I mean, same with if I go to the gym and I look in the mirror and I see like I'm not as big or I'm not as shredded as I want to look that day. And it's you can't be mad about that because you can only be mad if you didn't put in the work in the past, but in the past is the past. So it doesn't really matter. The only thing you can do is push forward and keep working. So keep going to the gym, all that sort of stuff. And I'm kind of getting back into that right now. Um, I just started kind of a new workout cycle where I'm just, I, I haven't even like, I, it's just, I've been doing it for so long. I don't even really keep track of what I'm doing. I just know like, okay, I did legs today. Tomorrow I need to do chest. Then the next day I need to do back. And then the next day is shoulders and arms. So I've just been kind of rotating on that cycle. Um, maybe we'll talk about that another day. Work, talk about the plan that I kind of based it off of, but um, it really kind of depends on the questions that I get. So, with that being said, um, we'll we'll keep diving into that other stuff. But I'm gonna pull up the last week's podcast. I got some con the the comments on here. Um, people wonder what I'm putting on the roof. So yeah, there's there's a couple different things we're putting on the roof. Um, I'm actually working on coming out with a new chemical formula for the roof because certain products that I've used in the past aren't necessarily um, as eco-friendly as I would like them to be, especially for the amount that I use it. Um, so I want to have something that's a little bit more, um, eco-friendly because there's a lot of other, there's a lot of products that will work. Namely, like if you're just getting started and you're wondering what powder to put up on the roof, you can just use laundry detergent. That shit will work pretty good. Um, we got kind of a combination of that and some other, other stuff that we're coming out with. But, um, Let's see. Some people are asking about the best dimensions for Facebook ads. This is a good question because um, I've actually wondered this myself. I would test different ads, different videos, different pictures, and I used to I used to do a lot more research into it. And I would you know be like people would be like, oh this the the 1080 by 1080 is the best size because you get more bang for your buck. But I've noticed that it really doesn't matter. I've posted a lot of ads recently, and there'll be horizontal video like the ones you see on YouTube, or there'll be vertical video like the ones you see on Shorts. And I've noticed that it doesn't really seem to matter very much. What really matters is the quality of the video. And I've kind of noticed this to be true, like even on TikTok or YouTube shorts, like if you're scrolling and you sometimes you'll see like, like recently, like South Park has been popping up, but it's in this tiny little square because it's, because it's horizontal video, but it's on TikTok. So they have to have like, they have some guy playing a video game below it or something like that. So you're really only seeing a little bit of the screen, but I'll still watch the video or like if some if, if it's a really engaging video, sometimes they'll even be smaller than that. It'll just be this tiny square. There's black space above, black space around it on TikTok. And so I've noticed it really doesn't matter the size of the, of the video or the size of the content as long as it's good. You know, as long as, as it's engaging, people stop, people are watching it. People are like, oh, I, I want to get my shit cleaned as well. And I've noticed like my ads right now, they're doing... They're not doing terribly, like they're about $10 per message, which is a little higher than I like. Um, but that's still, I've, I've gotten like a hundred and I've spent like $130 and got like, I have like 15 messages or so. So, I mean, that's still pretty darn good. 130 bucks for 15 leads. 
because um, I mean, worst case, probably book like five of them at least. Um, my, but those lead quality is actually really high as well because I have a specific offer. Most people take me up on that, um, which is why even when I have a higher lead cost, I'm not too worried about it. Even if it was 15 bucks, I'd still probably be fine because, you know, I just did a $700 job yesterday. So if, if one fucking job turns into a $700 job, you know, easy money. So I'm not, not too worried about that. Um, so yeah, Facebook ads still, still working, still, still making money, um, for people who are wondering about that. Um, John Doe says, one thing I don't do is take the Lord's name in vain, unsubscribed. All right. Well, that's, I said, I said, I commented, I said, vaya con Dios. So that means go with God. Do your thing, man. If you don't want to listen to the show, you do not have to. No one is forcing anyone here. Um, I kind of just make this show just because I enjoy it. I'd enjoy like, you know, kind of speaking into Mike like a crazy person talking to myself, but no, I'm really talking to you. And I got my cup of coffee right here. And Martin Miller says, young men do need a role model they can look up to. Someone that they can learn from, still be their own person. I really appreciate your content and your philosophy on getting shit done. It really sparked something in me that is forcing me out of the nine to five. Thank you, bro. Awesome. Thanks, Martin. That is a dope comment because that's, that's, that's really what I've been, it's been a fire in my belly for the past while. The whole nine to five thing is just, it's just so insane. Cause even yesterday, like the job I was doing, it, it took forever and it was pissing rain even a couple a little bit it started snowing like while i was up on the roof it was cold as fuck and it was one of those jobs you're like damn what am i doing here but um no it's still like i said it was 700 bucks so that's still how much money i would make in like a two-week paycheck at some of my old jobs and you had no opportunity to make more money which is the craziest part because you know with all this uncertainty and stuff that's coming ahead i want to be able to make more money and as long as we master these skills of being able to go out get shit done run facebook ads get these services done for people, you know, whether it's junk calling, landscaping, painting, pressure washing, roof cleaning, all these things are the stuff that people need. As long as we can get customers to do those things, those businesses aren't really going to go away anytime soon. People need real services. Like, um, the, the bank that collapsed was the Silicon Valley bank and it could be really left up for, for argument, but I honestly think a lot of the Silicon Valley startups are, most of them are just worthless like they don't really do anything i've i have some good friends who work in tech and i mean the amount of people that work in tech that are pretty much useless i mean and that goes for any job i saw a really good video this guy was talking about how 90 80 to 90 percent of people in any company are pretty much worthless and i've seen this myself you know working in the government for the navy and um so my old jobs it's like 80 percent of the work is done by 20 percent of the people that's just pareto's law and which is which is hilarious because like basically saying you could fire 80 percent of a peop of the people in a business and the business would run just fine and especially with tech i think tech is just such a weird weird industry like so much of that shit they just they they'll raise like hundreds of millions of dollars for something that they don't even know if it's going to work or not and then like which is just it, i mean it's worked it's worked for certain things like airbnb uber uh, Facebook, all that sort of stuff. But even then, once once you have all this money that they put in, they, they make the service really cheap. And so like back, back in the day, Ubers and Airbnb was awesome. It was awesome to be able to find like a, a hotel room or like a room on Airbnb for like 50 bucks. Or like an Uber, you could just, you could ride over to someplace for 10 bucks. But then once, once the, because they're not making any profit, that's when the, the tech startups and all that stuff, they need to call in that money so they need to start making money they need to start showing a profit so that's when things kind of switch things kind of change so recently i've i was just talking with someone else 
about this, about how Airbnb and Uber have really just gone to shit because now that because before they were losing money, but now they need to make that money back. So that's why Airbnb and Uber fucking suck. Like I hate them. Like they're you'll you'll see an Airbnb, it's like ninety nine dollars. You're like, okay, reasonable. You click on it, hundred thirty dollar cleaning fee for the night. It's like what the actual fuck? Like that's I I don't even know how they they're they're still in business with that type of bullshit. So, I mean, maybe we'll, so the last time we went on a, a trip, we went to the beach um, last month and we, we booked a hotel. I was like, I'm not dealing with Airbnb. That's a bunch of bullshit. And Uber as well. Like it's literally like a last resort. If it's like, you know, you've had a few too many drinks, you can't drive maybe, but even still, I'd almost rather walk because it's just <laughs> 50, it's like $50 for an Uber across for like a few miles away. It's absolutely insane. So side rant, side tangent aside, um, hopefully, hopefully the bank collapsing doesn't really spread, but that had another interesting thought though, too. I was like, okay, well, let's say all the, cause it, you know, when everyone's like, oh, the fear kind of crops up, people are like, oh, like what if everything, the banks collapse and all this stuff. And at first I was like, oh no, like, yeah, that'd be bad. But then I was like, wait a second, who, who cares? Like, okay, what's the worst case scenario? The economy collapses. So what? So then we're going to go back to sticks and stones or something like, yeah, right. Like even if that does happen, which is not going to happen every single fucking like recession people, it's like the doom and gloom. Like, oh my gosh, this is the end of the end of the world as we know it. It's like, they've said that in every single recession, every single time, just a year or two later, we're back, back exactly a little bit behind, but now we're, we're bouncing back. That's just how it's gone ever since like we started making money. And let's say even if it does fucking collapse, you know? We were watching Last of Us or whatever. Just go get some guns, man. <laughs> just defend yourself. Um, don't be an idiot. If I mean, if shit really hits a fan, like just just don't be an idiot, man. Like even if there's zombies wandering around, which I think we've all fantasized about that a little bit. Like what what would happen if like you know the the Earth collapsed and all that sort of stuff? The economies just went to shit. But me as a man, I know I'm pretty confident in my abilities, and you should too. So re- regardless of making money. Like just, you know, be in good physical health. Make sure you are able to move. That's why I do jujitsu as well. I mean, I know how my body moves. I know how to defend myself um, as well as, you know, make sure you're, you're armed. Protect the Second Amendment. Have a couple of guns laying around is not going to be a bad thing. You're never going to regret having a gun laying around. So um, anyone who says otherwise, they've never been in a situation where they would have needed a gun. So, which I have. So we'll, we'll talk about that another time. But anyways, go back back to the overall subject, um, which kind of ties back into like the science fiction book. It was kind of cool because they, they land here. There's these dangerous creatures all around. And it's like, what the fuck do we do? It's like, okay, well, let's get back to the basics. Let's build things. Let's make money. Let's let's dig up stuff that we need, um, which is just a good analogy because there was there's some people in the in the book who they they have these like contracts with the the corporation. The the corporation is who owns like Earth in this book. Which it was a really cool concept because it's like Earth is basically fucked, just kind of like it is now. Like every, we're basically like we're not owned by like a corporation, but we have the, the government. We have to pay all these taxes, and we can't really do anything without like my own father. Like he was, uh, we used to burn, have these big bonfires when I was a kid, and now like at that same house, like if he has a tiny fire, like the fire department will come and shut it down. They threaten to fine him like fifteen hundred bucks for having a fucking fire. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like, we, me and my girlfriend, we go down to Mexico, and you can do whatever the fuck you want down there. You can, if you want to have a fire, cool. If you want to light, like, fireworks off that are basically, like, sticks of dynamite, like, you can. Like, kids lose their fingers, like, every year. It's it's pretty gnarly. But 
Um, obviously, Mexico has other problems. So it, it's this, but this, it's this whole debate of like freedom versus security, which is one of my favorite talk, topics to talk about. Because as I've said before, like ultimate freedom is like, you know, living on the beach is a bum. So we don't want necessarily to do that, but also like ultimate security is like nine to five job or maximum security would be a maximum security prison. So you really have to find the fine line between that. And they kind of explore that in this book because, you know, the corporation kind of owns everything. They own everything on earth. And so we're, we're kind of close to that, honestly. Like we have corporations buying all these houses. We have all the governments owning everything. Like you can't do anything nowadays without getting in trouble. So um, it, was, it was a really cool concept because on this new planet, you know, someone like there, there's a bar fight and someone dies, right? And and the the security officer walks in and she's like, "Well, what happened?" And they're like, "Well, it was a they fought." And she's like, "Was it a fair fight?" And they're like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Well, self defense. You know, one guy was was killed. I mean, self defense." And everyone's like, "What do you mean? Like, isn't he getting in trouble?" And she's like, "Well, are, what are we gonna do? Like, put him in front of court and like come to the exact same conclusion?" And I was like, "Dude, that's that's so cool." But you know, obviously we have we have so many people right now. We can't really do sort of things like that. But it's something that I think is really interesting. And either way, um, being creative, being a solid man, being a force to be reckoned with is never going to go out of style. So whether you're on a, a distant planet or you're just on Earth trying to make things meet, um, you only lose if you quit. So never fucking stop. Get up. As long as you can make money, as long as you can get up, you have the ability to make money. You have the ability to get shit done. So anytime things get hard or seem like they're getting seem like they're hard at the time, just remember there are, there are so many people out there who have it way worse than you. Some people have it better, but they've worked their asses off to get there. So you just got to keep working. Be creative too. That was another cool thing about the book. He like the bad guy. I mean, he's he's just creative. And then everyone else who's trying to make money, you could either sell yourself into like indentured servitude to these other guys who own these businesses and such, or you would ha- you would just do your own thing. And a lot of people who were scared, they didn't know how they were going to make money. They just they literally signed like a uh, was it five? It was a ten year indentured servitude contract to this guy because um, well they actually needed some other help. But it was just kind of like that's what people do here. We sign away our lives for protection, for security. But really, if all you have is a little bit of creativity, a little bit of balls, you want to get after it, like there, the world is ripe for the taking. There is so much money out there, as I've said before. You just got to get after it. So I think that's pretty much all I wanted to touch on in this topic. You know, the whole freedom versus security, science fiction. Again, that, that book is called Outpost. It was really good. Definitely check it out. Um, I'm probably about to read the second book. Um, or, or another business book coming up, but we'll see. Either way, guys, I will see you guys in the next episode. Share this podcast with someone else who is on the same mindset as you, same, same journey, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Spencer Clay Show. That's all for now. See you in the next episode. Peace.